to the Corner 3 Podcast, weekly tales of the NBA's hardwood from the suburbs of Cincinnati. Check us out at thecorner3.net. What's up, everybody? This is the Corner 3 Podcast. It is the Conversational NBA Podcast. This is episode number 44. I'm your host, Alex Derrickson. We have a lot to get into this week. We've got the awards. We've got the draft winners and losers. We've got some Phil Jackson news, some Chris Paul news, so I'm not going to waste any more of your time. Joining me this week, as always, Tim Daniel and Sean Mackey. How are you guys doing? Hey. Hey. You guys are a lively bunch this week. Oh, we are. There's... We're, there's just so much stuff that's got, that's happened in the last week, just like in the last that, day, just in the last today, just 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 in the last and just in the last today. So it, it's been wild. That doesn't even count the fact that Woj is going on ESPN the day the show goes up. Oh, yes, it's been a, it's been a wild Wednesday. Yeah, if, if if you would the wild wild west wiki wild wiki wiki wild wild Wednesdays. So last week we did our NBA draft spectacular, which you can find at twitch.tv slash pressx to Alex. Uh, for at least the next week, maybe the next two months. I'm not sure. I don't know the similarities between Twitch Prime and Twitch Turbo. They apparently have a lot of the same uh, same benefits. I'm not 100% sure on how long the posts archive. So if you want to just you know burn two and a half hours of your life, we go through picks one through 20 of the first round with live reactions. I take my shirt off once and swear a lot. Uh, so while we're on the topic of the draft... Uh, we're going to just barrel through this real quick here. Some draft winners, some draft losers. Uh, my notes here, uh, we'll just go around the room. Uh, for draft winners, I have the Heat, the Kings, and the Timberwolves. Uh, and we'll get into more details about those, I think. And then for draft losers, I have the Bulls, the Bulls, and the Bulls. What do you guys have? Um, <clears throat> very similar to yours. I actually have the Warriors as a winner, strictly because, once again, an idiot NBA franchise helped the Warriors get better. Oh, that was the Bulls. Yeah. Because, you know... Wait, the, you're not excited about another year of Jeffrey Laverne? <laughs> I did see they're going to pick up his option. And they're planning on bringing Nico back. And they're planning on bringing Rondo back. And they're not negotiating a buyout with Dwayne Wade. We've gotten to this already. But, yeah, um, I think another winner definitely has to be, uh, like you mentioned, Sacramento. I love what they hauled. I mean, getting Harry Giles basically for free is awesome. And Because we were all, you know, yes, I really wanted to see Monk and Fox back together in the NBA. I thought that would have been fun. That would have been a six-year run if they got their, op- if their uh, contracts and options played out. But I think the Kings, as far as the young group they drafted, is great. I'm excited to see what they do. Um, like you mentioned, the Timberwolves are a winner, not just getting Jimmy Butler, but swapping picks and getting Justin Patton, who I think is a really good player. And um, I think another big winner definitely has to be, as, as, as expected, the Philadelphia 76ers for fixing the issues of ben, uh, ben Simmons has where he is an outstanding athlete. He's going to be able to get to the rim. No problem. If he's healthy, he's not the best shooter. You bring in Markel Fultz, who I said last week is very well, six, four Tracy McGrady. So I am, I, I think the Sixers definitely got to be on the winner's list as well. Six, four Tracy McGrady. I like that comparison. I hope he's that good, but I also hope he can get to the second round of the playoffs. Hi. <laughs> I uh, same same list obviously since I'm going third here. Sacramento uh, got De'Aaron Fox, who I think is going to be an outstanding uh, NBA player. Period. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put the Charlotte Hornets on there just because they were able to get Malik Monk at 11. ten. So eleven, eleven. Sorry. Um, yeah, God they were able to get him at eleven. I know, I know. Um, so. <laughs> The whole Jimmy Butler trade just like caught me <laughs> off guard and, and ruined the entire evening for me. I drank like way too many Coca Colas after that. Um, you were but, so upset uh, you had a hard root beer. I know I had a hard root beer, but yeah, uh, the the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think uh, they were they they won draft day because they got Jimmy Butler and they got to keep their pick. I you know some moron must have proved that, but. Um, it's it uh it is what it is and uh like you said Tim I, I the warriors uh <laughs> snagging that pick from the bulls uh for just cash uh an amazing move so uh I'm really excited for them I'm excited for the 76ers 76ers are a league pass so are the Timberwolves. this year as are and so are the Timberwolves they're going to be my two teams well, I'm watching this season I think season. um let's go back a little bit here uh point out some stuff here obviously as bulls fans we could vent, vent about this for a while but I think what makes me the most mad about that is Jordan Bell would have been really good for this team trying to quote-unquote rebuild. Um, he's a good power forward. He's a rim protector. He was he was the, you know, 
a lot of people had him as the first or second best defensive prospect in this draft, depending how you look at OG and uh, knee injury. So he'd have been awesome for what the Bulls are trying to do. And they were so dumb to sell the pick. And the way they explained the pick was even dumber when they said, well, we had an opportunity to get some extra cash. And you know, this is what this dropped down to us. So we thought it was best to sell them to, of all teams, the Warriors. If the league is having all these guys come out and complain about how they're tired of the Cavaliers and Warriors, why the hell are the Chicago Bulls helping that? Jordan Bell's not going to go out there and be a star. But he's going to go out there. He could probably play about 10 minutes on that off that Warriors defense. Be just like Patty McCall and Ian Clark were this year especially as they get a younger bench, they're going to get better. It's Jordan almost like Bell, a situation. Sorry, go ahead, Sean. Jordan Bell, I don't think would have helped Chicago in any manner, to be completely honest with you, because they are going to play Miritich and they're going to play Portis. And they're not going to start any sort of, you know, young guy right now. They're still going to go with the guys that are already established there. And sadly, those are the two most established people. So they probably wouldn't have used him right anyway. So I'm, I'm glad he's gone. I mean, if you're going to help another team, you may as well help the ones that aren't in your conference, right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it wasn't like they were, they were giving that pick to uh, the Cavs or, you know, uh, Miami or the Pacers or anything like that. So, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so whatever. Uh, I picked the Heat. Uh, I I didn't know I was going to be like the the lone wolf on this one here. Uh, but I, I had the Heat down yeah. for the, for the Bam Adebayo pick, comparing him with uh, with the Sun awesome Whiteside. I, I definitely think that that's a really good move for them. Uh, second half of the year, going thirty and eleven. Uh, I Spolstra was to me uh, Coach of the Year candidate as as he was in the award show, which we'll we'll try to get to later. He's got a lot to unpack here, like I said. Uh, but I, I do like the idea of them kind of bolstering up, you know, their their front court uh, with with Bam. I thought that was a really good pick, really good compliment for. Yeah, I think that that's going to be a really hard team to get in the paint on. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited to see them this year. That that'll be an interesting team. I'm actually kind of excited just for their summer league team, and then you know, seeing what they what they can do in the regular season. But. <sighs> Heading into this regular season, the Knicks have made the move that the entire city has been wanting for. I've, I've, I've said, you know, a few times on this show that when New York wins, if New York's good, it's good for the league. And, you know, what's good for the league is good for us as fans and everything. As much as I don't like the Knicks, you know, just coming from a Bulls fan perspective and everything. But at this point, I'm a man without a country in terms of NBA fans. So uh, taking bandwagon petitions if you guys want to sell me on something, hit up corner3.net. Uh, so, right, Timberwolves. Uh, but Dolan has done the deed. Phil Jackson is out as president of basketball operations for the New York Knicks. Uh, after the Porzingis drama, the the trying to move Carmelo and everything else, uh, horrible contracts have been issued to two players like, you know, Joe Kim Noah. There's the Derrick Rose trade. There's the Derrick Rose AWOL situation. There's the insistence on the triangle offense being played. Uh, Phil's out of New York. So, how do you guys feel about the Knicks' future? What do you think this does? You know, what does this portend well for for Phil in the future? Um, how do you guys feel about first this? First off, I think we should mention um, as obvious as it is that he need to be fired. It's even more obvious that they need to hire Masai Ujiri, and I know they're they're trying to. So that's that's got to happen. I think that would yes. be a talk. But there is this is kind of like um, when the house break when there's a lot of things fall in the house and you got a lot to clean up. There's still a lot of messes there. Um, it's definitely the step in the right direction. It needed to happen. I don't. I'm happy for Knicks fans, which I never thought I'd say that sentence because this is this this is the first step in the right direction. Um, I saw Spike Lee posted on his Instagram a Hallelujah picture today in a jersey. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, this, this that, that that is the same man that was yes, really was. excited about the Rolando Balkman pick. <laughs> I know. Steel. He's a sleeper. Um, but you know, let's also. I think it's like I said, it's the right direction. I like the guy, the Frankie Nicotine guy. They took him as Bill Simmons calls him because he can't pronounce his last name. But yeah, LaFrank Le- Nikita, yeah. guys, Nikita. come on, Nikita, LaFrank Le- Nikita, like the yes. like the old USA show that used to come before Monday Night Raw. They always show commercials oh, yeah. for Monday yeah, Night Raw. I remember for that in the, now. In the 90s. Yes, um, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. LaFrank Nikita, uh, come on, that's how you remember it. You know, but there's still a lot of messes there. One, it's, you know, you get, you're probably moving off from Derrick Rose, which is the right move, going with Nikita. Um, you're still paying Joakim Noah 60 more million, and Kenny Martin had the quarter of the week. Yeah. God, that's yeah. a lot of money. Ken- oh. 
Yeah. It's about Kenny Martin had the quote of the too. week when he said that Joe Noah couldn't hit his ass with both hands. He said, and he'll gladly pay him for his contract. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and then there's still the melodrama of what's going to happen there because I know they tried to back away from – the Knicks are referring trade, not buyout, and Melo's camp is trying to do buyout, not trade. So – it's going to be a – It's like I said, it's a step in the right direction. Hopefully they get Ujiri because I think they'll be big for them. But um, it's a, it's still a mess at the Garden. Well, speaking of messes at the Garden here, just real quick, uh, as of four hours ago, this is available on BleacherReport.com. It's an Adam Wells article. I'm going to read you the headline that I'm going to pause so you guys can laugh, and then I'm going to read some of the article. Uh can't pronounce it, so LaFrank Nikita suffers knee injury in first next practice after 2017 <laughs> NBA <guy>. draft. <laughs> so I'll, I'll read you the first couple paragraphs here. Six days after being selected eighth overall by the New York Knicks in the 2017 NBA draft, LaFrank Nikita injured his knee during a practice session. Per Stefan Bondi of the New York Daily News, LaFrank Nikita appeared to be walking, quote, gingerly and had his knee taped up. An 18-year-old point guard, LaFrank Nikita, has been playing professional basketball in France since 2015 with SIG Strasbourg. That might be Sig Strasbourg. I don't know. French fries. That's my extent of France knowledge. Right? Uh, and and crimson ways. So, uh, eh, I call them crepes, so it's more crepes. Spanish to me, you know? Ah, oh, dang. Uh, so yeah, update on the, on the LaFrank Nikita situation there. I already got a knee injury, so <laughs> he's learning a lot from Derrick Rose. <laughs> but, uh, I appreciate that you guys reacted exactly how I thought you would after I read the headline. Uh, so yeah, uh, Sean, how do you feel about the, the Knicks future with this going forward and, and, you know, Phil's future? And, uh, we'll uh, get to the Masai Ujiri thing here in a second too. I I think I think Phil has uh, kicked his way right out of the league, just as George Carl did uh, a year and a half ago, two years ago. Me too. Uh, I want a bit. I want a bitter Phil Jackson book now. I and I and I do. I do too. I and you know what? I this doesn't make me like none of this Nick situation has made me hate Phil or anything like that. Like I still love Phil Jackson. Real fast, you know, if, if he wrote a bitter book, could he? Ple- do you think he would title it <laughs> "How to Be an Obtuse Triangle"? <laughs> nice, nice. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I think he's seventy-one, I believe. So I, I think he's done. And you know what? Uh, hell of a career. The guy has uh, an eleven. It, he has two rings from playing. And what is he? And he has eleven as a coach. So thirteen rings. That's that's pretty damn impressive. Uh, he's. He's an impressive guy, you know, but he was just kind of phoning it in here the last year and a half. So, uh, you know, I, I, I feel bad for Knicks fans, but I don't because I hate the Knicks. So, <laughs> like, I want them to be good secretly, but, like, no. then, like, when they are good, I'm like, God, I hate these guys. Uh, you know, um, and, uh, <laughs> but, the, but this, this madness had to end before Porzingis was shipped off. I mean, he's going to eventually be shipped off, um... And I'm I'm sure he doesn't want to be there, but like like Tim said, they need to get Ujerry in there, and uh, it's going to be sad when he leaves um, Toronto because uh, they're going to be a mess yeah. after this, just as the Nuggets were when he left the Nuggets. Right. So I mean, uh, he just he leaves a trail of destruction. You know, he just he blows things up to a point where like it's like okay, you figure it out, and then and then right. they. They don't figure it out because he's he's awesome and nobody else is. So, but he's the right man for the job. I mean, you Jerry kind of has this history. You mentioned it with the Knicks, you know, the current Raptors squad, and every or not with the Knicks, but with the Nuggets rather, and the current Raptors team. You know, he has this ability to just kind of get into these meddling teams, build up a really sound roster, and then when he leaves, whoever inherited whoever inherits it is like trying to solve this yeah. ridiculous like goodwill. I was going to say the other equation. thing too is, uh, <laughs> yes, it's good that Phil's out, but James Dolan still owns the team. It is, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, Isaiah Thomas might be in play any, at any of, time, uh, guys. Speaking of funny, so, like, people on the way out things, like, you talk about Ujiri. <laughs> Did you guys see that thing where apparently when David Griffin left Cleveland, he left whoever, like, was help, was working on the trades, steps to get Jimmy Butler? I so want to see if it's, like, step number one, call John Paxson. <laughs> step number two, say, how do you do? <laughs> I want to see that document. <laughs> 
<laughs> Step one, admit you have a problem. It's like, oh god, this is James Dolan's alcoholism pamphlet. <laughs> but uh, I think the one thing we can all be excited about, uh, even as non-Knicks fans, you know, it's another, it's one yeah. less season that we have to see someone attempt the triangle offense in the NBA. Oh, God, I know, it's so dead, too. Right. Oh. Uh, oh. Speaking of triangles, they have three sides. <laughs> and Chris Paul, who wears the number three, was just treated. <laughs> N- nice segue there, buddy. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> so... Chris Paul traded to the Rockets, who he said he was going to sign with anyways, uh, for Patrick Beverly, There's Decker, more. and Lou Williams, more. and Dude, a first round draft pick. Okay. If I recall. So, right. you, yeah. There's more. There's Patrick Beverly, Expound, um, Kyle Wilcher's in the trade, a first round draft pick, $660,000 in, tra- in cash, and today they made a deal to buy DeAndre Liggins' contract from the Mavericks just to put him in the trade to send to the Clippers. So they actually sent six, seven players a draft pick and cash for Chris Paul. Dang. So, uh, while kind of kind of speaking from like the Knicks perspective too, while we while we're kind of you know jostling between topics here, uh, this was a tweet that I am loading currently, making for great podcast audio time. Uh, from uh, Michael Eaves of I uh, see Sports Center anchor. There we go. Uh, interesting information on the Chris Paul trade. Uh, Paul's relationship with Doc Rivers started to come undone. New York actually offered Carmelo Anthony and Sasha Vujicic to the Clippers in exchange for Jamal Crawford, Paul Pierce, and Austin Rivers, a deal that Doc Rivers ultimately said no to, which led Paul to feel that keeping Doc Rivers' son on the roster was more important to Doc Rivers than improving the team. Also, there's another one. uh, That's a bombshell, man. There's another tweet here. Uh, want to know Jerry West's influence on the Clippers? You're seeing it. He Which was not, not in favor wrong. of the, quote, um, just bring everyone back first, plan. First things first. No one really likes the Clippers. Oh, no. Like, no. Even if they've had this amazing run with, like, three, four years in a row where they won 60 games or more, they were still second fiddle to a team that was garbage. Right. Um, Current Clippers fans I like Steve Ballmer. I think that know? since he's taken over the Clippers, he's done a lot of awesome things, obviously, but... This this we we all kind of saw this happening. Um, I, the Doc Rivers stuff does kind of surprise me. Uh, not that he not that he didn't make the trade, but that Chris Paul is that mad at him because there was another thing I saw after that where he told the Clippers he said, "What's your plan on bringing back JJ Redick?" And they said they don't have one, so he was like, "Okay, I'm going to sign with Houston." Um, so you saw how much that mattered to him as well. It's so, and as uh, yeah, it's come out that JJ Reddick's also not going to be back either. So, um, as far as the Clippers, it's a good thing they got they made that trade to get all those bench players because when they throw out the uh, when they throw out DeAndre and four combo guards, it's going to be quite fun to watch. <laughs> I mean, credit to uh, them for trying to reload. You know, getting a, a solid defensive guard. You know, getting a good sixth man, getting a fr- right. uh, future draft pick out of it, and everything for a guy they were going to lose anyways. Oh, so yeah, it, it's kind of like. A, they- it's it's like it was, what we were talking about with uh, the possible Gordon Hayward situation, where you want to try and at least do a sign and trade if a dude's going to leave. You don't want to get you know nothing for your best player. So uh, the Clippers' future is definitely in flux. But Sean, what were you going to say? Oh, I, w- I was going to say you know yeah they, they ended up, they got a really good package for him, and uh, this is this was a fun fact that I also saw on, on yeah. Twitter. He's going to be making about fifty million dollars when he's thirty eight years old. That's a lot of money for a guy who's been in the league for a long time. And, uh, and you know, I love Chris Paul. I've loved his game forever. He, he, he's been an incredible basketball player. He's just been unfortunate enough to be on some teams that where he just couldn't ever, you know, really get over the, the, the hump. And uh, those Clippers yeah. teams were, you know, it, th- those were the best Clippers teams that we've seen in, in forever. And uh, I have a feeling they're probably going to be the last ones we see for a long time. And I, I feel like they're going to eventually just fade into irrelevance again. Um, just because nobody really wants to go play there. I mean, if they can go play for the Lakers, who are also going to have a lot of cap space in the next coming years. Right. So, um, you know, 
uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I, I do like Steve Ballmer. I like, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's that guy who really cares about his team. He's excited about the team. I, I like owners that are like that, like Mark yeah. Cuban. So, um, you know, I, I, I mean, mean, I hope talk about a dude that inherited a mess. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. I mean, uh, uh and 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 taken over for for Donald Sterling, yeah, who was the worst owner in any sports history. Literal human garbage. <laughs> yeah, literal human. Yeah, he, was, <laughs> he, was, he was terrible. And I, I'll always stand by the fact that everybody. I think everybody really rallied behind Adam Silver after he banned him for life. Like that that put him in the good graces of pretty much everybody. Yeah. So after doing that, because I don't know if, um, if David Stern well, obviously done if you that. can get Chris Paul, you get Chris Paul. That's a huge move for them. Um, I like it, obviously. I think him and Harden, if it meshes really well, sure. is going to be great. But there's a big if there because of these are two ball-dominant players who like to have the ball in their hands at all times. So my question to you both is, who steals from their teammate first, Paul or Harden? Uh, I think I think it'll work, honestly. I I mean Harden is a dude that can give you thirty and eleven at any given point, uh, so why not go get a point guard? But uh, in a D'Antoni system, I think it's going to be you know very fast paced. I think you have an opportunity to share well, the load at point guard. Where if you want to see Chris Paul move, you know without the ball, we're going to see a lot of that. I think. Uh, if the defense gets constrictive, I think Harden can move on the ball with Paul at the point. Paul's. I agree. Still one of um, the best pass first point that, guards though, in the league the when he wants to be. Is Chris Paul, and, since he's been with the Clippers and the Hornets, he's never done better than 16th in the league in pace as a starting point guard. Well, I think that's coming more from, True. you know, transitioning from Byron Scott's pick and roll with David West and Tyson Chandler to going to Lob City and everything with, with the Clippers. I think this is going to be... Wherever the out of the three teams, Paul has played for it. He has played in three different, like systemically different offenses, and I, I think that this will be a really good opportunity. I don't think we're going to see like two time MVP Steve Nash numbers from him or anything, but I definitely think he's going to be in a system that is going to be conducive Agreed. for him to succeed. Because I mean, clearly, the wizard Mike D'Antoni is back. Sean, how are you feeling about about Paul and the Rockets? Uh, I I I hope it works. Um, I, I'm I was glad that he got off. He got out of L.A. I, I just they needed a change, so and he needed a change. So uh, it was just interesting how it all kind of came about because I I didn't know that him and him and James Harden were were so hub bent on playing together. So like I've never really heard them mention each other or anything. So it was can uh, kind of came as a shock to me and. I was really, really hoping, like you, that he would end up in San Antonio. But uh, this could be fun, too. And, uh, you know, the Rockets still have uh, Eric Gordon at this moment. However, I, I think he might oh be on his way someplace else if they're trying to obtain Paul George. So uh, sure. it'll, be it'll be interesting to see what, what their GM <laughs> does in the next next week. Because I... he's, he, he likes the splashy moves. And uh, I think he might have another one up his sleeve. Throw, throwing this out here. How much higher is Clint Capella's ceiling now? Oh, yeah, I God, think that's yeah. big for yeah. them. He had a hell, um, you mentioned a hell of George, a year. He was I downright so tired underrated of Paul the George whole season. The love of God, can something just happen? Either shit or get off the pot, Indiana. We're, we're at that point. <laughs> like, today, exactly. today I saw exactly. like, Thank he'll you. commit Thank to Cleveland long term if LeBron commits to Cleveland. I'm like, oh my God, I don't care. Just trade him. It's been 12 days. A trade almost happened on draft day. You've had this two-way deal with the Nuggets go back and forth. Just move them. <laughs> we know it's going to happen, and you've already missed your window to get something really good for him. Tim, Tim, calm down. We had a whole year of Carmelo Anthony holding the Nuggets <laughs> captive, and it was terrible. Okay, this has been like a week and a half. <laughs> That's this, true. We can deal with this. I can't. And we're we're going to get more Carmelo. Well, Rumors, me, dude. What, what cracks me up though is I don't even is, care anymore. 
looking from both perspectives, both both Cleveland and Paul George's, it's like Cleveland is just calling all 29 teams in the NBA and just going like, hi, can we have your star player? No, you can't have LeBron. We'll give you maybe Kevin Love. And then like, they're like, Paul, where do you um, want to play? And Paul George is just like, I've got a wish list Paul of 29 other teams. Because he's recruiting other guys to play with him in other situations, but he's planning to go into the Lakers anyway. him to go to LA get get him to LA do what it takes if they if they need to trade Randall go ahead and do it okay it doesn't matter you're gonna lose him anyway if if Indiana can get Randall great you know if they can't just you know I, I don't know what to do you yeah. know well while we're talking about LA real fast uh the balls made an appearance on Monday Night Raw I'm gonna start calling them Monday Night Ball oh yeah uh, so I, did, did you get? I know Tim, you saw it. Sean, did you get to see the whole thing? I, I've I've seen bits and pieces of it. And did the, you uh, see? Did you see the part? Not uh, edited, I, even I, on social I, media. I did sharing. the one where a, a naughty word was said. Yes, twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, uh, I know. Well. Brutal, like that. You can and you can tell, like they do it and they cut back to like Lamelo says it. And it cuts back to the ring, and you see him and Lonzo like cutting up about it. Then he does yeah. it again. So it was yeah. like <laughs> it was almost a. It felt like when I watched it, I'm like, oh, that was a dare. <laughs> and yeah, also Lon- uh, Lavar Ball, dude, please one shirt on two. <laughs> stay out, of, stay off the turnbuckles. Get some better catchphrases. Yeah. Learn to cut a promo, man. And, and just like holy shit, that um, was, that and was WWE bad. was very like, was, very upset with it from he, what I read. He they they came away looking worse from that, which I just yeah they had they issued an apology. Like the balls get off scot free, and WWE yeah, they're, they're, issued an apology about it. Yeah, what are they gonna do? They just they did their bit. And they're gone, you know. Right, I and mean, it's over. Right you now, I just wanted to get that in there just because. Yeah. Humorous, and we're an good. NBA podcast. Uh, so, finally, after the finals, after the entirety of the playoffs, yeah. after the draft, we finally gave out awards for the regular season. Just, just seems when, like, seems yeah. seems a little late, Alex. I was going to say just when everybody stopped giving a shit. Yeah. Um. So I did want to we touch a little bit on it because awards. I thought that, and, yeah. you know, we, yeah. we were actually pretty close in our, in our guesses when we did an episode a few weeks back on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play, where you can check all of our shows out and give five-star reviews. And we did our awards predictions. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, um, I'm really, I'm really annoyed by this whole idea that the media voted Joel Embiid first team all rookie, but he can't be voted rookie of the year because he only played 31 games. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so, like, he can be part of, like, the honors of, like, the all-five, but he can't be the one because of this amount of games. It's stupid. So, don't get me wrong. Malcolm Brockton definitely earned it. It's probably the only award he'll win in his NBA career. But, yeah. yeah. But, you know, there's that. Uh, Draymond getting Defensive Player of the Year. Rocking a tuxedo jacket and shorts. Um, I saw that someone put a tweet out that said, when you have a Skype interview. So, I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he is um but i want to touch on a few things one that was really awesome was they did the lifetime achievement award. Rotten, i only caught the end because i watched the big three league <laughs> and then i watched this part um i watched i caught it when bill russell came out and it was a really awesome moment when he got the lifetime achievement award because it was uh david robinson dikembe kareem and another big time center it wasn't Sha- it was Shaq. okay i'm sorry and they were up there and he points at them all individually and he goes I would kick your ass. <laughs> and so I thought that was awesome. And he gave an awesome, Bill Russell gave an awesome speech. A great yeah, one. Yeah. Um, Monty Williams got the Sager Lifetime Achievement Award. I mean, the Sager, Sager Strong Award, which is uh, kind of like the, the guy who shows most perseverance in the league. Um, for those who don't know, Monty had, had a tragedy where his wife died in a car accident. And he gave an amazing speech, but what was also really cool was for that award. I don't know if you guys saw. It's not a trophy you get. They give you a Sager jacket, like, with all the crazy, like, patterns and stuff on the tuxedo coat. Yeah, it was really neat. So, hopefully when he coaches a game this year, he gets to wear that in a game. That would be awesome. That's I think cool. that they, they that should nice. do that. 
And then uh, Russ had a really good MVP speech. Um, wasn't exactly Kevin Durant. You had a real MVP, 45 minutes long. Great. Um, say what you want about Kevin Durant. That was an awesome speech when he won MVP. But uh, this was really good. He talked about, you know, really touching moment when he brought his teammates up that were all there and had a moment with them. Um, oh, yeah. Talked about his parents' sacrifice and everything they did. Had a really cool tribute to his brother where he talked about his brother um, – just got his master's degree, and his brother texts him halftime of every game. So when he comes back for the game, he sees it. He says he does it out of his own will, and he thanked you know he thanked a lot of people. Um, Russ had a really great speech. His fashion was toned down, though. I was a little disappointed with that. I wanted some all-out crazy Russell Westbrook stuff there, but he had just the classic shirt and tie look. Um, but yeah, man, like you said, Alex, I got my guy. I'm really happy he won it. I thought he deserved it. This was his season. Um, you know, for how bad the playoffs were, the regular season was amazing. And he was definitely a flag bearer for that reason. I uh, I woke up the morning after because I, I didn't watch any of the awards. Uh, honestly, I totally forgot that they were doing them. Uh, <laughs> Same. I, I woke up and I, I opened my phone and opened Facebook or whatever and... The uh, NBA's page was like the top post that I saw, and it was a bunch of highlights for James Harden, and it said, James Harden had a great year, let's relive some of his highlights, and I, <laughs> it clicked in my head that the awards show was the previous night, and I went, oh no, Wednesday's show's gonna no. be bad. Because I immediately thought, yeah. like, oh, Harden cool. won the MVP. <laughs> yeah. Well, any, any, any other year he, he would have, and it would have been okay. It would have totally been oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, same thing. I, I, I would have been, I, I would have had a little bit of a problem with this year with Russell's ridiculous intent on winning MVP this year. So it was a hit, man. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like, happy that's all over Drake with. Did a really good job as a I wonder host, if they're really going to continue. Like, how many people watched the award show uh, where Drake and Will Ferrell taught it the was a handshakes for uh, pregame? That was actually really funny. They did a really funny thing of Get Out where they made fun of Steph and Aisha Curry. Like, it was, it wasn't bad. Um, I was, you know, I was, but it was late in the year. Well, uh, I'm, I'm sure it probably, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I mean, how, but how many ball, people were viewing the balls it? On it roll. Did it get a lot of viewers you had the, the question? tape delay debut of the big three, and you had that all in the same time slot. There was a lot of basketball on Monday. I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so, Tim, you actually as, checked out the big three. Those who have uh, the Ice Cube has started a big... Well, you touch uh, on that. I'm going to see if I can't find ratings for the NBA Has some show. gimmicks with a four-point <laughs> shot, but I'll tell you what, Sean. I actually had a lot of fun watching it. Um, was it bad? That, yeah, there's three... It's only in certain spots. There's three spots where you have a four-point shot. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Uh, there's a four-point shot... I love it. There was a, there was a, yeah. there was an MTV yeah, it was very, it was very uh, celebrity basketball game that um, had something similar like that, honest, that I watched years ago where Chris like Webber hit a game winning shot it, with a you know, four point shot as it may for the competition they were so. facing. Kwame Brown looked more dominant than he ever did in the NBA in that league. Um, right, Kenyon Martin yeah. looked really good. I thought he looked like he could still play. Rashad Lewis looks like he could be like a tenth guy off the bench for somebody. <laughs> um, so funny, but yeah. But, you know, there were some downfalls. Everyone was expecting this research to Valen Iverson. They forgot for a few minutes he was 42. He was one of six, but he's also coaching his team. So, <laughs> um, honestly, man, I had a lot of fun with it. It sucked to see Corey Maggette and Jason Williams get hurt in the first week. Like, Jason Williams is out for eight months. Um, and they only play, yeah, they only play 10 games before the play, they're like a little playoff thing. But, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. It was cool to see some guys out there. Um, but Steven Jackson really needs to find a shot again. My only thing is, it's going to take some time for it all to come together, I think. So if people are going it, to, it, it was one of those cases the first week where it was so bad it was good. Next, next Monday night is when it'll be on TV, but they play Sunday afternoons. Okay. When's the, when's the next? When this, uh, when's the next? Yeah, that's, dude. That, I hate that. There's a tape delay. That's awful. Yeah. I love that actually. 
I mean, I mean, we FC Cincinnati gets a live game on ESPN. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so got got these here. Uh, this is on Fan Sided. It's a uh, for it's an article from David Austin Bumpus. That's just a fun name to say. So, <laughs> SportsMediaWatch.com, uh, or according to the ratings from SportsMediaWatch.com, the show reportedly had 1.79 million viewers, which is better than most regular season games the league puts on television. As far oh, yeah. as other as far as other awards shows go, the 2016 ESPY Awards do, did 5.6 million. The 2017 NFL Honors is 3.17 million. The 2016 Heisman Trophy uh, Awards was 2.64 million. 2017 NBA Awards was 1.79. So it yeah, was bad. right between the Heisman Trophy Awards and I, the 643,000 yeah. people that watched the College Football Awards in 2016. No. So. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah. Oh. Way to I mean, go, I don't think, NBA. I don't think anyone expected it to take down the ESPYs or anything, so. No. Not just one and three yeah, quarter million. Probably, That's like, good. do it the week of the draft. Yeah, I, I, I bet they could do a cool two million if they did it two weeks earlier. Yeah, like the night before. Yeah. So. I think we can touch on this briefly with Chris yeah, Paul having moved to Houston. We've kind of touched on LA's window closing. Yeah. Let's just do topic of the show. I'm, the free I, agent I, market. I, uh, Otherwise, I now known keep as going back and forth between Blake Miami Griffin and Boston. Experience. <laughs> Where's Blake going, everybody? I was thinking Miami myself. Yeah, I, I could really see that. Yeah, he'll be hurt. I, I kind of don't want him to because I want to see Bam start eventually, and I think that's going to hinder that process. Well, not too long because he'll punch something and break something, so he'll, <laughs> he'll be hurt at some point. I don't know. I Blake's kind of a – he's going to be kind of a hard one to pen, but I, I do like the Miami pick. That sounds like a, a play – I've heard rumors him, over the years that uh, he wanted to play there, so <laughs> – yeah, um, right. You know, from the I'd, I'd rather see him there than Boston. I'd rather Boston get like a big time uh, but, player. Uh, yeah, I think the big thing for Blake, Blake is going to be Bibby. playing in a big market. I think that's going to be a big factor for him. <laughs> so Miami <laughs> definitely has that market. Boston also has that market. Um, San Antonio could be in play depending on the decisions they make. So you know, there's there's a lot of places he can very well stay in Cleveland. I mean, stay in LA and play with the Clippers. And yeah. Because he could be like, hey, this is my team now, and I can show what I can do. And they'll go, oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. But he's, uh, he, it's definitely, he yeah, like I said, we're now down to the, it's the Blake Griffin sweepstakes. So, but there's, a, there's another guy, a lot of other guys to worry about, look at, and think of, too, as well. Yeah, so looking at uh, what CBSSports.com has, uh, they, they're talking about how the Clippers are going to focus all their efforts on re-signing Blake. Uh, the Knicks and Jeff Teague have mutual interests, which, that's not, uh, that's uh, not, yeah, it's good, not great. Uh, like, I don't know if that's really the move you want to, like, I in a post-Jackson era, I don't think that that's, like, your first big splash you want to make, you know? <laughs> uh, we've got Riddick not coming back to the Clippers. Rockets trying to get Paul George, which we talked uh, touched on, and then uh, Daryl Morey kind of saying that uh, the the Rockets aren't quite finished doing what they're what they're doing. Uh, then we've got stuff like the Spurs not uh, doing Paul uh, Pau Gasol's option to kind of restructure his deal in an effort to kind of free up some more cap space. Dallas yeah, seems I to be doing that. the same thing with Dirk. Uh, rumor has it Knicks want Derrick Rose, so... And Andre Iguodala is a big name getting tossed around. Okay, why don't... Why, why don't we go through this list one by one, and let's just go ahead and spew out where you think they're gonna be. Is it, like, just word association? This is, this is, yes, yes, just go... We're just gonna go down the list, and, and where you think they belong, you just go with it. All okay. Right. Okay, I'm going to do the first one. Okay. All right, Rudy Gay. Big three league. Yeah, what exactly. Is, you say? I, you know, he's not oh, starting I said the big three league. league. Uh, big three league. <laughs> Minnesota? I, he, coming off the bench? 
Okay. Okay. If the, right. if the Knicks can move Mellow, I think that's your first post Mellow, post Jackson era Knicks move is to get Rudy Gay. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yes. I agree. I, I agree. Scores. Okay. Uh, Pal Gasol. Scores. 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 San Antonio. Not leaving. Gallinari. Nah. Oh, please go to the fucking Thunder. Yes. God, yes. Please. Please, please, please. Score, 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 score. Just keep your fucking knees healthy, but please go to the Thunder. We've already got Blake, Miami. LA, go to the Lakers. Okay, next one. If you're going to move Julius Randle for Paul George, you're going to need a power forward. Paul Millsap. Lakers, huh? Probably. Who's he linked okay, to big? Say right if that now? happens, definitely. It's a good pick. I like it. Can Sacramento woo him? Uh yeah, I mean I mean, sure. Why not? How about Paul Millsap? Um I have heard uh, I've heard rumors from Minnesota yeah. to uh to New York. So uh, you know, I mm. I I don't know what what what's true because I would love you know, to New York just to is going to have honestly. a new GM by the end of the week. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Serge, okay, here we go. Serge Ibaka. Well, interesting first name. First teams need defensive power forwards. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I say. Yeah. Cleveland. That wouldn't be terrible. Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Phoenix. Phoenix. I think he should say no. Cleveland. I think he's oh, in a situation there. Oh god, him in Cleveland. Okay, we'll go. We'll go with Cleveland. Uh, at a cheaper okay, price. Here yes. we go. Uh, we're gonna go with uh, Mr. Taj Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's fine you think there. they'll resign him? I have seen him okay. link back to San Antonio. Actually, I don't think he was a rental. Okay. Uh, here's an interesting one. Um, George Hill. That's okay. so many guards. Yeah, yeah. Why well, uh, Kyle Lowry for them too? George Hill. I'm. I don't know where I would even peg him. To be completely honest, now I've heard there's another another Minnesota rumor. I had. I, I've heard him being linked to Minnesota, uh, which is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ooh. I mean, anyone who used to play for Tibbs or knows a second cousin of Tibbs <laughs> might uh, <laughs> might play for Tibbs next season. So you know, who knows? Uh, right. Let's go down this list a little bit further here. Uh, Jeff Teague, obviously, we talked about him possibly going to New York. Uh, I'm assuming Zach Randolph will never leave the Grizzlies again. That makes sense for both teams. No. As far as caps, no. okay, okay, yeah, he's just gonna die there. Uh, Rue Holiday, I know, but they, they just chopped him, Frazier, and the point now that Chris falls off the but, market, but he's the point such market trade is bait. Not exactly even like halfway through the season, he is Holiday. such trade bait. Unless, unless, yeah. unless they get a... Well, well they're going to get George right. Hill, so it doesn't matter. They don't need Rue, <laughs> you know? Look, that's a, that, there's so many, there's there's people on this list, man. There's other people that can fill that hole, but I mean, they're not going to be as that's good as Rue, but, you know, point who knows? That would be perfect. Okay, another big name we haven't talked about yet, which needs to be talked about, even though he's 31 years old, Kyle Lowry. Yeah. You think so? I, I I think so too. An older guy going in there who can pass and score and play some defense. Uh I think he's a he's an upgrade over Ricky Rubio. So that's that, yep, perfect situation. We found our man. All right. What about the Clippers? The Clippers? Uh yeah, I mean, well they got Patrick Beverly, so I'm I'm okay with uh. them just I'm okay with them holding down the fort with him yeah. right now. They're Alex, come on. They're not going to do anything. They're not going to do anything. What's the point? I know. Why? Why give them better players? You know they had their turn. They had their turn. It's For Philadelphia. Once. It's Philadelphia's time now. So let's just let's just chill like, out a little bit. We finally proved we can do it without Karan Butler. You guys. Do you, now, do you got now? Now, uh, Nikola Mirotic. Uh, we're assuming the Bulls will resign them, but nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Yeah, so. because they're going to lose. Uh, I think they're going to lose Iguodala. Sean Livingston. So I think. Yeah, I don't want. I, I would. I wouldn't take. Take Nicola for anything, honestly. Um, I think he'd be perfect. Sean Livingston, does he stay in Golden State? Yeah. Okay. 
If they get him and JJ Redick like they're talking think about, they are? I think where, it's where, a huge. I think they're in the playoffs. Where's Ziggy going? No, oh, be so fun. Be so fun. Okay, now. I yeah, too. yeah, you're well. Not the first season. Not the first season. So I, I think I think they're at least a year out. So I think I think Minnesota makes it this year. I think they're the eighth seed with Jimmy Butler. I think they make it. So they they've they've they're gonna jump into the playoffs finally. I've been saying it for like literally seven years. Literally seven <laughs> years. They have been Can my sleeper Chicago? team for seven oh years. God, I am fun. not even saying they're a sleeper team. They are making the damn playoffs this year. Yes, it okay, was. Uh, one of my favorite video game like players of all games. time. But Swaggy, Swaggy P. P would drop like twenty five a game because he'd be the one getting all the shots. Him and Marketing. No, 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 it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't, Tim. No, no, no. Cleveland. Oh God, he's so awful. Name? Yeah. Okay, Vince Carter, Golden State, Cl- Cleveland. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> I was gonna say San Antonio. San Antonio. Oh man, he's just gonna. Eeyore his ass down there. I don't want to see that. Come on. Come on. What about, uh... Insanity getting traded in for fundamentals. <laughs> now, you get further down on the on the list, and we're getting into some sweet, some strange niche players. Fundamentals. Uh, Sorry. Uh, Came up with a better one. Patty Mills. I think he stays. You think he stays? Okay. I hope I he think stays. He's uh, gonna, like Murray, Pat, Patty Mills so is going to walk away. I think that that's I think kind of the direction they're going to go. So that's the only reason I think he might not salary stay. to following your salary. I think Patty Mills is going to walk away with the biggest salary jump. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if you saw this. It's a really funny soundbite as Popovich is known to That's give. Uh, there was a, a reporter that asked him, how come no one talks about how good Patty Mills has gotten? And Popovich said, because if you guys keep talking about it, we're going to have to pay him more. Mm. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to throw out I'll, another guy who puts up big numbers from time to time who is Jordan not is going gone. to stay with his current team. Uh, Shabazz Muhammad. Send him to the Nuggets. The Nuggets. <laughs> I, I like Utah, it. Backup, backup point guard. Ooh, Pacers. Okay, I do like that. I like that. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Michael Carter Williams is going to go straight to the G League, so that's done. <laughs> um, uh, no, no, he's not even good enough for that. Um, okay, Meta World Peace. We can assume is going to finally retire. Uh, God, there's so many Who interesting cares? people on this. On this list, there's so many. I didn't realize how many free agents there. Now, one guy that's going to be leaving Boston, most likely, just because they want to get under cap space, Kelly Olenek. Where does he go? Someone, oh, God. Someone, someone's <laughs> you, you guys someone's don't know? Gonna, someone's going to throw some Twitter money at him. Really you don't know where he's going? They had. Uh, I'll tell you where he's going. He's not going far. Oh, is he going to New York? He's going to Brooklyn, my friend. Brooklyn? Oh, okay, yeah. I know. Yeah. What I mean by it is they actually they had two draft picks and they drafted well for value is what I mean. That what? got met with deafening silence. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're the losers for what they think took. You're being I think I'm not saying they're great players. Like, they're like, out here. What? They got the like, was Tim picking them a joke because they traded away their picks? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Okay. That's true. Okay. Let's do three more. Okay, let's do three more. Uh, okay, Derek Rose, not going to Minnesota. <laughs> he's got to go someplace else. Where's he going? I don't think he's going too far either. I think he's probably going to stay in Nick. Another guy God, who's been linked to the Spurs, God, by the way. God, why? Why? No, God, no. Because I hate them. <laughs> and you're asking me where I want people to go. I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's okay as a backup, that, but I, 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 I don't know. I think so, and I think Gordon Tony Boston. Oh, Cleveland. Cleveland, okay. I was thinking the same. And we, we do are we are we all in unison saying that JJ Reddick has to go to Philly? Yeah, I, I I mean the the 
I, I know that the rumors are starting to really heat up about him going to Boston, and I think the bond between him and Brad Stevens is just going to be too much to overcome, considering, you know, he recruited him out of high school, and, you know, it's just going to be fun seeing them next season. It's going to be really fun. I, I think... Players yeah, out in the West are coming to grips with, and I think you're going to start seeing the shift where the East is going to get stronger, is if you want to beat the Warriors, you're not going to do it in the Western Conference unless you're the Rockets. Yeah. At this point. And maybe to a far, far, far lesser extent, the Spurs, uh, just because they're always in the picture. Uh, Minnesota is three, four players away. You see, every team is a number of players away from even coming close to Golden State. So yeah, you're going to start though. seeing um, for I think that's really, the I think, too. the first time and, in a very long um, time a I agree, lot of Western you know, Conference I think players this is what the Warriors have done to the NBA. Like, Tim, I know you they have broken it. How, like, and everyone's once now a player trying goes to, like, out west, you know, they never come to, back. It's not how can you compete and win a title now. It's how can you beat the Warriors. And that's what all these teams are going to try to do in free agency. Yes. Agreed. If, if Cleveland is the NBA Shang Tsung, Shang Tsung, the Warriors are the Shao Kahn. <laughs> like, they are, they are the final boss of the yes. NBA. Yes. So, this concludes the Quarter 3 Podcast, Episode 44. Thank you, as always, for listening. Sean and Tim... Thank you, as always, for doing this with me. And as I do this with you, now it just sounds like we're doing things back and forth forever. But if you like it, you can go to thecorner3.net, or if you can go to iTunes, click that subscribe button, leave us a real nice, pretty review for us to look at. That'd be also very nice, but be honest. Five-star reviews. But it helps us out. If you use Google Play, click that subscribe button. If you use Stitcher, I don't know what the hell they have there, you big dork. But keep listening. Thank you, as always. (laughs) I love you. Please.